Hello folks all over the world. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, good night, good Yeah, I think that's about all of them. Welcome to episode sixteen of the Masterclass, which is actually the New Year's the New Year's special. I got Zilla on the phone, Zilla say what's up to the people. Yes, my people. What's up man? Hope you have a good festive season and you're eating off ready enough and looking forward to a new journey, a new adventure. And as I say, if you keep, if you stay focused, you keep the mind active. The journey is what it is, and if you change your mindset, you change your circumstances. So yeah, we're looking forward to a good chat, and hopefully you can learn something new and just put it into perspective for yourself. Cause I know everything we say, I go believe, but pick sense out the nonsense, as them say. So yeah, let's get it. So. With the new year, it brings us a lot of, um, well, new year, it's kind of more, for me, it's more of a mind state thing, how your mind is, how the people around you are treating the new year, and um, a lot of people, for me, the, the <clears throat> sorry, let me start again, um, the reason I actually came up with the concept for this episode was actually, you know, one day I was talking to Zilla and we were talking about, like, what I was talking about, people going to, going against their nature, so it's like, your nature is, right now it's winter, winter for all animals, mammals, whatever you want to call yourself. It's hibernation time, you feel what I'm saying? You stack the food, this is bulk up season, this is where you put your weight on, you feel what I'm saying? And the sun comes out, you start shredding it off. But then consumerism has got you fixated on new year, new me. So January 1st comes around and people are trying to lose weight and get their dream body in the middle of natural hibernation. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. And um, just talking about that and kind of understanding that you're going against your nature, your people going up against their own nature for consuming their true self. Your true self consists of you in it. Because everybody, even though we've got blood, flesh, bones, organs, we've got different DNA, different structure, different blood group. Some blood type is rarer than some because you got like rhesus negative. And o. I think O positive and O negative is the two common one and then you've got some rare one. So when you go against your natural genetics as in your natural body because you yourself have to understand your own body. And yeah, as you said, naturally, winter is a time when animals and you because even in you as a person in winter you you automatically put on weight because you eat more especially if you after smaller build as in you're not uh, voluptuous or you haven't got if you're not on the plus side your body because you, at that stage you're more flesh and muscle so your body are going to create Crave more food for you for put on for build build more fat to create layers. Of course, to for warmth. Yeah, of course. So if you genuinely start putting on things, it's not something you're worried about. Yeah. The time for you to lose weight or trim back down to a build. Yeah. Look at athletes, as in track and field athlete. Mm. They train. They do bulking up season is beginning. At, um, a winter, end of autumn, which is end of November, going into December. Yeah. So they, they call it winter training. So they eat all the 
food and then do endurance training, which then do weights and all of that long distance rowing and treadmill or whatever they do. Or even though they do winter training, they probably go somewhere slightly warmer than their normal climate, as in England or Scotland, Wales and whichever, yes? Yeah. And then when it comes down to springtime, i.e. I, end of February, beginning of March, which is spring, mm-hmm. that's when they start shed the weights, which they start do lightweight, holy perhaps, and that's when the body start get toned. And then by the time they go into summer, which is like 2024, you got the Olympic in, in, in France, this is where they do their full peak and potential, but they train nearly six, seven months just for that. 10 seconds of 9 point something seconds where they're gonna run so then okay so then let's let's just touch on that point that you said before we move on the whole Olympic peak athletes yeah yeah athletes for an athlete to be at the top of its cali- top of their caliber they have to be const- in constant shape but yeah. they have to micromanage their time in order that when it's time to perform they're at their peak and um, consumerism has the average person believing that when it when it's being force fed to you, that's when you need to do it. When in reality, the human body knows when it's time. Yeah, but then the myth is, yeah. as we were talking the other day, you so yesterday was the twenty fifth of December, which is actual Christmas Day. Yeah. In some calendar, because I think it's the seventh of January, is Russia Christmas. Somewhere on there, no? Okay. So it's slightly different, and Chinese New Year's is, what, February? Yeah, it's in February somewhere. Uh, yeah, and the Jewish New Year's is in September. So there you go. So, obviously, different calendar carry and different culture and different religion or belief carry different things. But in the after five days, you eat in the turkey then you're supposed to go and shed weight, but you're still in winter because winter starts beginning of December. So you're actually gone 25 days in. Um, for the five, after you have meat, for one day you eat a whole heap of food. Boxing day you got all of that food left over. Mm. And then six days later you said, oh yeah, the resolution is I'm going to... And you realize by the middle of uh, um, January... You can't drop that weight. <laughs> And you, you you get fed up with the gym because it's it's literally impossible when you eat in more food because most people have this idea if they go to the gym hungry then they train but then when the muscles start crave there's nothing to feed off because you ain't got no food so it feed off the muscle then you get muscle tear then you get an injury then you decided. I ain't going back to no gym because I don't like all my body feel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course, naturally. It, it's crazy. So it's like all of these ideas they put into your head, but because you don't naturally understand your own body, yeah, you just do as they say, and it, it sounds good because, oh, yeah, it's time to look good. But summer, if you notice in the summertime, people eat salad. Of course. Uh, and it's not that... Um, a salad you you genuinely want to eat is because it's the easiest and the lightest thing to eat because genuinely in the summer you drink more fluid. Of course. 
So your body will t- stay trim anyway. You won't put nothing on because you're drinking drink juice or you're drinking water. So automatically your body, the water pass through you. Yeah. So it's just the natural way how nature intended to be, but we tends to go against the grain of it, and none of it makes sense. Yeah. But then here's another twist for you. We talk about New Year's, but building up to New Year's. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to say it from my perspective. Okay. Parents always demand that their children don't lie to them, right? Of course. And you get... I mean, it don't really happen like this these days in society because of the position that society position themselves. But they say you normally would get a slap or a smack or something if you lie to your parents. And they mistrust you now because they see you as a liar, right? Okay, yeah, that's a fact. But they teach you to lie. Tell us how. Okay, so your parents work all year. Yeah. And they're gonna they're gonna reward you with a gift. I they know for the whole year you want a DVD player or a game, PlayStation or Xbox or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You fancy or you might want a TV in your room or a computer or something, right? Yeah. So they're gonna treat you. Of course. But they're waiting for Christmas Day to surprise you. Okay. But the biggest lie, we all cherish it like it's the greatest thing that ever happened to mankind. Yeah. And it's a lie. No matter how much you try to fancy it up, or no matter how you try to nice it up, it is a lie. You tell your children that some fat bloke climbed down the chimney stack, which is impossible for him to get down there, yeah. while you were sleeping, yeah. and put your stack, your thingy, under a... Um, under a tree. Yeah. So when you wake up in the morning, there's a present from Santa. But then if you think about all the people living in London. In a flat. Alone. No, in London alone. No, we forget the flat. In London alone, we were talking about 20, 30 million. Something like that. Yeah, that sounds about and, right. And he managed to give the people them that is on his list all of that thing from the minute you go to bed till when you wake up the next morning. Doubt it. But then, if you lie to your parents, they still smack you up. But you're supposed to believe that some fat dude come down the thingy. Why are you lying to the children in the first place? But you expect them to be honest with you because you can't even tell them the truth that you bought them a present. Mm. What is that story about? That's kind of mad, though. So if you're telling them that lie from the beginning, yeah. that, oh, yeah... Santa bring you a present when you work all year to buy this thing for your youth. Mm. Then you think they're not going to believe you when you said to them, say, oh yeah, six days later, you can go and lose your weight in the middle of winter. <laughs> yeah, that's a bit mad, isn't it? They're going to believe that too because you just told them that some fat dude climbed down the chimney and give you a present. Yeah. But then you expect them to be honest with you. It doesn't make no sense. So then, this is something I want to teach. Touch on, this is something I found out probably yesterday when I was researching for this episode. Okay. Um, I was researching on the concept of um. So there's three main topics of this. Uh, the uh, the meaning of freedom. Yeah. 
the meaning of liberty yeah and the mean and um uh the basis they um the um ancient basis they used on how to make a slave how to make a slave better okay so the meaning of um liberty is to have choice within you know reason within restrictions so um, an example of liberty for those listening at home is my dad said I could use the car as long as I don't crash it or I have to ask him that's liberty that's freedom but it requires something else requires something else you feel what I'm saying and along as time has passed a lot of people have talked living in have talked living in living in liberty for freedom so going to school it teaches you liberty how to, you cannot go through your day without asking the teacher to go to the toilet or asking someone for a pen or just, and it's just, when I kind of heard it, I thought like, right, that's kind of interesting. Like, that's very interesting because that's what um the statue in America is called. That's why it's not on the actual land. Yes. It's not actually on land. It's on... It's on an island. It's on an island of all us. Um, so, and that's because... Um, America is the is the land of liberty. Yeah, but then if you understand, that is also a symbol because the the world don't operate off a law of the land. It operate off an admiralty law, and so you need a port pass. They call it a passport. Oh, right. So when you cross the the ocean or the sea or the water, yeah, every plane and every ship park up into a thing called birth. Yeah. It's the same thing they call it when a woman delivered a child. Birth, yeah. So your birth certificate. Yeah. In Jamaica we call it birth paper. Okay. So your birth certificate is the record that that thing, that person, that child is now called a cassette number. So that is now kept on record to say at this day, this time, this child was entered birth via the mother's vagina. Yeah. When it's the same principle, when you come off the plane or you come off the ship, yeah. you have to produce a document called a port pass, i.e. passport, yeah. to the custom officer. Yeah. He look at the the document, and he made a decision depending on your appearance. Yeah. If he will grant you liberty to enter into that country oh, or on the island. Jesus, well there, there you go. So nobody's got freedom. No one. Freedom is just the word of throw around. Because you've got room to maneuver. Yeah. You can't, all right, you can't just get up outside. You can't just come out your house and decide that you're going to walk up the road and take something out of a shop and go back home. But why not? You can't. Because the, the, the rules yeah. or the legislation mm-hmm. do not apply to those type of behavior. Okay, so it's you'll a be... Criminal, it's a criminal offense if you thief anything, because they see it as theft, they don't see it as take. Yeah, and theft is um, punishable. It is punishable. But the reason why they do that is the scaremonger th- 
tactic for them to use it as a, they call it deterrent. So when they give somebody five years or 10 years or 30 years or 40 years in prison, yeah. they use that to deter the next person who wants to do that hack or... Or by setting an example of someone. Yeah, but it not actually work. Because then they wouldn't be building more prisoners and more people wouldn't be going so to then, prison. So then, so, so then, let, let me stick a pin here, because I, I want to introduce a new perspective, yeah? Um, speak, I was speaking to Chubbs for um, the last time he was at the house, and he was saying he likes to get his youths and sit them down and w make them watch this podcast right here, make them listen and understand yeah. the gems. So yeah. besides from, you know, lowering down the profanity and whatnot, I want to make it clear to the younger generations why you need to stay out of trouble. Because this whole police interview game, it's all a game that you don't win. No, because it's, it's you haven't given a choice. You're given an option. And then look, look. And then what they use stuff like rap music to highlight is the small percentage that went through the system and ended up finding luck somewhere else. Yeah, they call it... They they call it um they call a project yeah so but they don't really call it like that in 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 England in England they call it the hoodoo or the ghetto yeah or the block or the manor or the ends mm -hmm. in America people live in projects yeah this big high-rise building yeah yeah so when you make it out the project they call it a success story yeah but. Bear in mind, when you come from a low-income community, you don't understand the principle because you get the lowest form of education. Of course. So it's the means necessary. So when, and I'm not trying to celebrate any type of behavior. Yeah. But for me, drugs dealers mm -hmm. are some of the best entrepreneurs you can ever come across. But it's just because that. Is it just that they're in the wrong field doing wrongdoing? No. They'll go on, explain it then. So, so basically, they've managed to set up from. I don't. I've never sold drugs, so I don't understand the the the, 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 the ounces and the grams and all of these things. Okay. But I'm gonna talk on it from a business perspective. Yeah. So they managed to set up a line, or they've got two corners, and yeah. they got maybe one or two people on each corners. Yeah. And they go around, go around, and as, I don't really want to blow up them and them thing with them. So I'm not, not going to use the normal name that they normally use, but for resupply, they, 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 they link with them after the corner, yes? Yeah. So they calculated, say, okay, from each person, from the thing where them drop off, them can make... 200 pounds off of everything. And some days you go have good days and some days you go have a bad day. Just like so in business, have, yeah. So if him have three spots and, and a good day, bring bringing two. And this is just, I'm not, I don't really want the man them feel I get offensive and I say, well, I disrespect the thing. We're just using them low margin and low numbers so people can understand the conversation and understand where we're going with it. I don't think so no one be taking offense. Carry on, we're listening. If a man got three spots and each spot making two bills, yeah, that's six hundred pound for the day. Yeah, in a week, you have a nice piece of food. Monthly, you good. Yeah, then you manage to advance the empire. Okay, 
The problem with that, there is no mentorship or business agreement behind it because yeah. they see it as a hustling. Yeah. So they will work all week and have these people standing out there all week, and then the first thing they do, they make the first five grand, then go and buy a watch for five grand. Mm. But then now, instead of you increase the product and buy more stock, mm -hmm. you have to go and take the thing from the person who normally sell it to you. You buy, you go and take it from him on a consignment base. Yeah. So your profit's getting lesser and lesser instead of you making more. Yeah. Because the money you've made as profit, mm -hmm. you couple it up with the, the, the capital and then you go and buy a watch. Yeah, that's mad. So now you don't have the profit and you don't have the capital anymore. So now you're out here on consignment. You have to, go, you have to call back the, the next person and say, listen, I'm going to need so-and-so. But I need it on consignment. But because he know you are a good customer, he trusts you with it. So now you're work, Jesus. You're literally working for working back for the person because you stupidly just bought a watch. Yeah. So now the five grand you made, you can't really buy nothing else with it because you have to pay your consignment money. Yeah. So you gone back into the. You was independent for six months. Mm. And then you become dependent after six months because so then look look watch. look look so then back to the question yeah yeah you said a man been independent for six months and then he needs to go link the plug on consignment yeah yeah that six months he was independent how yeah, long in how long in jail do you think that would give him because uh, these days. Look, I didn't even want to go, I don't really want to go into the, the jail part. I just want you to understand it from an entrepreneur standpoint. No, but we're, what I'm trying to say is to the youths watching this, the young children, we're trying to in, make them understand why jail is a place you don't want to go. The system, you don't want to be in the system. Yeah, because you see, when it goes into kilos and tons, yeah. it's known as white colour crime. Okay. Them and they are big fish, so um, it, they probably get 10, 15, 20 just to prove a point, so it's a deterrent again. Yeah. But the small little man who up on the street, if he become re-offended, re-offended, and he constantly do it and I get caught, the judge threw the rule book at him. Yeah. And he probably now get a 15 or 14 for do half or do three quarters or something, something. Again, just to prove a point. Yeah. But if you think about it from a standpoint, the man who was independent for six months, all he wants to do is uh, sort of his circumstances, but because he hasn't seen it from an entrepreneurial standpoint, even though he managed to run that business successfully for six months until he made that stupid decision to buy the watch mm. or to buy the car. Yeah. Now, there should be a transition from there into a limited company where you can find other things that you can now sell because you've made capital where you can go legit. So then I'll, I'll ask you this question. Do you, yeah. and you, you can ask this off perspective and then ask this off um, how you, what you believe to be a fact afterwards. Do you believe that when people used to trap, sell drugs, however you want to sugarcoat it, 
before previously, previous generations, they were trapping to get out to make a limited company to then clean up their money. Whereas now it's more, you're kind of just, you're at where you're at. It's a lifestyle because people glorify the lifestyle. Yeah. So a man who was born, his mum had a flat from the council or a house from the council. Yeah. And he was born in that house or that flat. He grew up selling shutting from that block. Yeah. He made more than the money times over could bought that house from the council for his mum. Yeah. He still lived in that little box room and he got more designer stuff in there than the room it value itself. Yeah. But he still hasn't bought mummy a, a yard. Yeah. And he's got the nicest car. He probably got a hundred and fifty thousand pound car parked up outside. Oh. But the car doesn't suit the life and the house that he lives in. That's kind of mad. So it's the the concept of how you now desire things. Yeah. And you, your desire is so meaningless because now you're buying things you can't afford to impress people you don't even know. Yeah. And that's one of the big problems because you, if, if you see it as a... Because remember, everybody become a product of their environment. Eventually, yeah. So if you grew up in that environment and all you can see is the man on the side that do them thing, mm-hmm. nine times out of ten you might end up there. Yeah. But then because the example is the big chain and the watch and the nice cars and that's what you strive towards. Automatically, because you don't know nothing else. So okay. the person who you copying from, yeah, passed down. You didn't even ask the question because you see that it's like. Sometimes you met some people and they said, oh, yeah, back in the days I have the this and the that. Yeah. yeah. So what are you doing now? Yeah, what are you doing now? Because you're talking about the glory days. What have you got to show from it? Pictures? That's mad. Because we're not interested about the glory days. Of course. We're talking man. about now. Because if you used to drive that nice car then, I know you're taking the bus and you're even giving grief about giving the bus driver Grief on a table, oh yeah, if he want time, man, you could even chat to me like this because I would have zoomed past you. Yeah, cool, but you're not riding on a bus. Yeah. So we ain't talking about the past, we're talking about today. And the problem with that, because he never fixed it then. Yeah, he lives with it today. He, today, it's not right because it never fixed then. Of course. And obviously, you know a dinosaur and a thing, so nobody's going to give you that respect. Even the young guns are telling you, watch yourself from this old boy. <laughs> yeah. So it's a perspective of how we see it. And I was talking to you the other day about collective responsibility, which is a theme for the next couple of years. <coughs> yeah. And that is con- um, collective responsibility because even though you might not know the person personally or directly, yeah, they're not around your circle, but they're in the square. Mm-hmm. So your circle is your small friends, but then... One of the friends in your circle know somebody in the square. Yeah. So they kind of have a roundabout idea of how the thing works. So they're now idolizing the whole thing because this is what you say and this is what you do. So for them, it's more like, yeah, we here, we know, so my man to drive a nice whip. Him same, him, him cup, he's got a, a, a range or he's got a, a Hardy or he's looking to buy a Rari or he wants a Lambo or something. Or... You know what I'm saying? He's got a nice car. Yeah. But you still park it on the block that you raised up, you shot, 
and you still living in the block. Mm. So there's no growth. You can't grow because your mind can't grow. It's like them say, a untidy mind make your life untidy. Yeah, that's a fact. So, if you can't transcend, because one of the thing is, is like, you have people who, like you who raps, right? Yeah. People would say, oh yeah, I don't understand your message because you never lived that life. Yeah. But I don't have to live it because I see it every day. Yeah. So I still talk about it because it's something I see. Of course, it's a mystery. It's in the area. It's all around us. Yeah, it, it's it's a it's a lifestyle. I'm not. It's like I always tell people I'm from the street, but I was never in it. Yeah. Is it? Of course. I, I've been in the streets. I've seen the streets, but I'm not from the streets. Yeah. Because I don't do what the people do in the streets. Yeah. So why that don't give me the qualification and I'm more street more than you? That's my idea. That's a fact. Because I dress f like the streets. I talk like the streets. You're just not from the streets. Because you're not know, similar on street corner. And I don't know much people from the street unless we go to school. Yeah, that's a fact. Yeah. So you say I'm now not qualified for the streets and I'm not qualified to have that talk there because I never hung around with a man from around the way? That's a bit. And then you will have a man who went to university, mm -hmm. he's got his masters or whatever, yeah. but because he like music and he wants to go and rap and he talks about things he see every day, they're saying, oh yeah, you're not qualified to talk about that. So you telling me because I've got an academic and I'm, all right, I'm going to use the word smart. Mm -hmm. So that man is smarter than you academically. So that means his content and his context is going to be more dynamic and more dramatic and more structured because he comes from an academic standpoint. Now you saying he's not qualified because that is your gripe. So you know hating on the fella because he went to uni. Seriously. I mean, that's how it goes. But listen, episode 16, happy New Year's resolution. We talked about a lot. We talked about, um, you know, change and a whole bunch of stuff. But the main message for this episode, I want everyone to know, going into 2024, do for you. You know what I'm saying? Obviously. It's a natural thing. It's, it's time you sit down and break it down. I've always explained this, and I even explained it to a uh, fool yesterday. And I was saying to him, like, people, I live my life like I'm playing a game. Yeah. All right. This is going to sound dinosaur now, right? Because mm -hmm. the last time I played a game console was 2005. Jesus. That was two, so, and that was play, 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 PlayStation 2. And they bring out the chunky one and then they come out with a slimline. Yeah. I so I ain't up bought the slimline for Christmas. Yeah. And I had my PlayStation... And I get addicted to this thing. Yeah. And to the point where I remember one evening I burned two rice and two curry chicken back to back. Oh shoot! I mean, because yeah. I was playing, I was playing the game, immersed into the game, totally forget say. The food upon the fire, telling me the fire alarm go off. Mm -mm. Twice though. But pass, pass the game. Yeah. Scrape out the thing out of the pot. Put on a new pot pan the fire, wash your eyes, put it on, quickly chop up the fast chicken, 
chop it up, put it in the pot. And you do that again? But, and I'm sitting in there all immersing to this thing, and you pop, pop, pop again. I'm thinking, what the hell is that? When me run around there, smoke, I come out, I'm thinking, hell no, I can't do this. So, I two chicken, I burn up, and two pot of rice. Jesus. So, I made a conscious decision. This is it. So, I packed up the game from 2005. Yeah. When we went to Jamaica 2006, I took it to Jamaica to full. Okay. So, I've never touched a game console then, but the point I'm making here, when I used to play game, at the time, you used to have a card. Of course, a memory, memory card. Memory that card. you used to save the stage you at. Yeah. So, I've always lived my life, and wherever I died in the game yeah i know how to get to that point yeah so when i get to that point i'm always trying a different move because the first move never worked and so i the game i died of course so when i get to the next stage you saved it yeah so every time i start playing the game again you go from the part where you save it up mm -hmm. life for me is near enough the same thing every time i work up to something and i fall off i.e i made a mistake I always troubleshoot back to that point. Yeah. Okay, when I went left the first time, it never worked, so I'm going to go right next. Yeah. And if right don't work, I'm going to go forward next. Mm, I and if I try everything, I never work, I'm going to go left again, but I'm going to take a different left when I go left. Understandable. But speaking of Zilla Jr., you did mention. To everyone watching this or listening this, to this right now, go watch, go listen or watch episode 15 on YouTube. It's split into two parts. Both parts are out now. And on Spotify, it's just uh, one episode, the whole hour and a half. But I'm going to wrap up episode 16 here, New Year's resolution. Hopefully, I can see you guys next Friday. Let's get the outro words from Zilla, and I'll see you guys next week. Yes, my people. As I said, it's a blessing. It's a joy. It's nice for we can communicate and conversate by different conversation. And nine times out of ten we talk facts, but also some of our opinions in there. And we are opinionated people. So, as I said, if you change your mindset, you change your circumstances. And to me, we see it as we provoking you to think. And that's, we hope that when you take things away or when you do listen, is when I ask you not to challenge your own opinion. But just have an open mind to the whole concept of what we are talking about. And understand, so we're trying to alleviate some of the madness where you go through so you can be a better version of yourself. And at that precise moment, you can understand that life transition from point A to point B. And if you stick to plan A, you don't need to go to plan B neither because when plan A no work, you figure it out and you start plan A again instead because anything after plan A is an excuse. But with all that says... Have a happy New Year's, blessings, 2024 I go always be greater because that's the plan and that's the objective. Have a good evening, good night, good morning, good afternoon, blessings always. Double S and Zilla, blessings, one, we out. Peace.